Hello to everybody. Welcome to your Friday. And being so means it's time for a brand new Speaking For Him podcast. I'm Adam McNutt alongside the host of the program, Andrew Gomison. Hello, Adam. It's good to be here again. It's good to have all the listeners out there. And we have a very special guest today, a mutual friend that Adam and I both share, mm-hmm. uh, Mr. Nick Davidson. Welcome to the show, Nick. Thank you. Uh, so we're just going to um, talk a little bit about um, what's going on in, in Nick's life. There's some exciting things. God has done some exciting things. So, Adam, why don't you start us off? Well, Nick, you do something really, really cool. I got to say real quick, you're kind of known as the video guy. So if we say that through <laughs> that's the, the podcast hey, here, that, that's kind of me. name. <laughs> His real name's Nick, but uh, he's a great guy. And uh, I've had the pleasure of working with you on uh, Ignite Radio, another program I, I help out with. And uh, I, I want to know a little more about exactly what you do and everyone listening out there as well with that video production stuff. Oh, basically, um, I just got a small production company. We really just kind of got started. We changed gears recently, but um, what we do is produce um, uh, video for your YouTube channel, um, corporations. Uh, We can go very large videos or smaller productions, pretty much anything that you need. Very cool. Uh, How how long have you been doing this for? Well, I was doing an aerial photography, an aerial um, um, video business with remote control helicopters for a while. Um, but we moved away from that, and we just changed gears. But in the meantime, throughout that couple, you know, two and a half years, we were doing regular video production as well. So we're kind of changing gears and focusing um, all of our attention on the video production now. All right, very cool. How, how can people get info about your business, Nick? Um, since the change was pretty recent, the website's not finished right now. So um, most of my interactions have been on Facebook. So facebook.com forward slash Mitten Productions, just like like mitten like, a, <laughs> like the state of michigan right yeah yeah mitten right. yeah there you go cool. mitten productions so. <laughs> so is it was that the inspiration because it is in michigan and yeah. that's where you're from yeah you know nine, 99% of the business we're doing is michigan based businesses and so we you know figured it was a uh, easy way to you know kind of hone in on that that market keeping it local that's kind of a good thing yeah i, I, mean, I really like to do that anytime we can so. yeah we've kind of missed a little bit on the local scale for for businesses but i know that uh Small businesses like yourself appreciate it when people keep it local and and give you an opportunity to help them. What are some of the services that you have done and that you're willing to do for people? Well, um, I I share space with uh, another really great uh, uh, cinematographer um, who owns a company called Cinerific, and he does a lot of higher-end productions, so I go on set with him quite often, and um, companies like Zondervan and, uh, you know, uh, Steelcase, some large organizations like that, is uh, folks that he works with. So I'm I'm on set on some of those things now and then. Um, but also I've worked with um, uh, smaller size companies as well around West Michigan. Um, so, you know, um, just different YouTube commercials. Some of them I can't mention because some of their <laughs> some yeah. of their stuff is is not released yet. But um, so a few different uh, local companies. Well, that must be cool to get in on the ground floor like that. Yeah, yeah, it is fun. Um, so we're we're here to talk about more than your business. But as an introduction, can you tell us a little bit about your family? Yeah, um, I've been married for 13 years to my wife, Jennifer. Um, we have three kids. Uh, my son, Noah, is 10. Uh, my daughter, uh, Sarah, she is uh, 5. And then I've got another son, Jonathan, who's uh, 3. And one of the reasons why I wanted to have you in the studio today is to tell us a little bit about something that recently happened in Johnny's life and how that impacted your family uh, and maybe some lessons learned along the way. So could you kind of walk us through that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, back in April, 
um, my son Jonathan was diagnosed with a rare condition called aplastic anemia. Um, the way I describe it to, to folks is it's it's very similar to leukemia, but there's no okay. cancer cells. Um, essentially, his bone marrow just stopped working and, and shut down. Uh, so he did have to go through a bone marrow transplant. We were um, isolated in a hospital room for the majority of the summer, um, I think about two and a half months or so. Um, and uh, thankfully, our daughter, Sarah, uh, Sarah was uh, an exact bone marrow match. Wow. So um, we're still in kind of lockdown recovery mode right now. So Johnny kind of stays home most of the time. And um, But we are out of the hospital, and he's recovering uh, slowly but surely. And, and and even though Sarah is family, there's some kind of, I mean, it's a little bit of a miracle that that happened as well as it did because that can be can be a challenge to come up with matches. Can it yeah, happen? absolutely. Um, you know, there are a lot of people out there who are looking for a match for bone marrow transplant, and so I encourage anybody to go to websites like bethematch.org and just they'll do a little mouth swab through the mail, and then you can you could be the person to save somebody's life. So I highly encourage anybody to do that. Because there are people out there, even in West Michigan now, that are looking for their bone marrow match. So I imagine that if you Google uh, bone marrow donation, you can find the pertinent information. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's much less invasive than people think it is. You know, when I first heard, I didn't know anything about what bone marrow transplants really, you know, what really had to happen. Um, but essentially, they just they go in through your, your hip with a needle, and that's how they get the the uh, uh, the marrow that they need. It's really okay. much less invasive than folks would think. So. It's not like a shot. You don't need to be don't like. be scared because it's not that scary. It really You're is. Right. <laughs> You'll be probably up and moving again the next day with no problem, most likely. So you you said Johnny's kind of on lockdown right now. How long is that process for him to take? <clears throat> well, they say anywhere is from like eight months to a year on average from the time we get out of the hospital and we got out in I think August. Um, so we got a ways to go yet. Um, so. Uh, essentially lockdown for us just means we, you know, if he goes out it, and we, we're not really supposed to go out in public much, but if we do, he wears a mask. Um, we wash hands like crazy. We can't really go to any family functions and things like that and, and stuff. So that, that's challenging, but you know, how, uh, how is he responding to that? He, you know, he's three. So really thankful at, of his age base uh, through this because it's almost like he doesn't, know anything different this is just life for him it's pretty you know? innocent you know like today happening. before coming down jen said before you go we got to give him a shot we have to give him this shot called nupogen and mm-hmm. have to give him an injection in his leg you know and i know a lot of diabetics have to do that as well but being a parent having to give him your your child an injection like that it's 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 tough but yeah he's to the point now where it's just like i'll be he actually tells us i'll be fine mom i'll be fine you know <laughs> just <laughs> you know he'll, he'll just say it you know and mm-hmm. he also has a broviac tube that's installed in his chest right now um and it's basically a line that goes right to the main artery by his heart there and that's where we had, uh, they pull blood samples and it, we have to administer um you know his iv fluids to him every night with a little iv pump um to do that while he's sleeping and um so that'll be in there for a while yet too but um just become old hat for him so <laughs> well that's 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 a blessing <clears throat> Uh, what what do you think is the the biggest lesson that God has taught you through this experience? Just to trust Him, um, really to um, let the body of Christ take care of you when you need them to. Because we've really truly finally seen the church, and in, in my opinion, this past year, um, we've gone to church most you know for many years now, but um, to really experience the church and the body of Christ, wrap their arms around us and help us, and just be there for us. So it's been really. Well, the apostle Paul said it this way. He said, do good unto all men, especially those of the household of faith. And I think that we sometimes miss that. Um, 
I, I know especially with people that want to reach the lost with the gospel. There's nothing wrong with that. I am fully for that, and I hope that if there's anyone lost out there listening, that they would trust Christ today for their salvation with a simple prayer asking him to forgive their sins and to give them a new life. I really want them to do that. But I think that we really need to pay heed to the first part of that verse, uh, which is, or the, the the last part there, which is, uh, especially those of the household of faith. I think sometimes we're so outreach-oriented that we miss our inreach. So it's encouraging to hear from you that in your church family there's been a lot of inreach going on on your behalf. So, Absolutely. Uh, so I just want to share uh, in closing, make sure that you look up uh, Nick's um, business. Can you give us that business information? Um, yeah, for right now, um, the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash Mitten Productions. Um, that's the easiest way to get a hold of what we're doing. All right, so make sure that you get on that Facebook page, like that page. While you're at it, go ahead and like the Speaking for Him Facebook page. We're 13 um, uh, likes away from uh, a, a giveaway, and we will be announcing the winner here on the Speaking for Him podcast. So please do that and, and get um, get interacting on that page. Uh, ask questions about our topics, suggest new topics. Let us know what we can do to help you because we are here for you. Um, as I close, I just want to share this verse uh, from 2 Corinthians 12, 9 and 10. Uh, Paul said, uh, this is Paul talking about Jesus' response to him about his thorn in the flesh. He had asked the Lord to remove a thorn in the flesh three times. And God said this, my grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Therefore, I take pleasure in infirmities, in reproaches, in necessities, in persecutions, in distresses for Christ's sake. For when I am weak, then I am made strong. Nick, thanks for being here today. Thank you. Um, we really enjoyed it. Um, for, for Adam McNutt, this is Andrew Gomison with the Speaking For Him podcast saying, have a wonderful weekend, and as always, keep serving the best of masters.